Hey, welcome once again. This is Elle at Iron Dove. Dialogue is the key to reform. Access is the key to dialogue. At Iron Dove, you can find both. Come on down, talk it up, and let's see what we can figure out. I had an occasion uh, recently to get a phone call about some standard blood tests that are generally performed annually. And, uh, and one of them came back mm, not so good. And uh, it started making me think about uh, what possibly could be the issue and, uh, and disease in general. And what is disease? I started thinking about the whole concept of dis-ease. Disease, meaning dis-ease, not at ease. Being uneasy. The definition of easy is not difficult, free from pain, comfortable, tranquil, flowing. And few of us live easy lives because we seem to forget that ease or dis-ease is a choice. We, and this includes me, obviously, have been giving our power away to perceived authority for so long that we don't even know we're doing it anymore. I think this relinquishing of power is the thing that causes or exacerbates the dis-ease. And I spent some time thinking about it. I actually wrote something down, which I generally don't do when I do my podcast, but I really wanted to kind of get my thoughts out and kind of get it right. So I'm going to read a little blurb that I wrote about some of my thinking on this dis-ease. So take a listen. Ever since we were children, we have been fed hurtful versions of reality. We were not even told that we have a choice. As adults, we blindly accept a life we would not have chosen and often feel stuck. We parrot the programming received from our parents, the media, and authority figures to whom we have relinquished our destiny, accepting the data without even questioning it to see if it's true or not. We take historical documents written thousands of years ago by biased minds, books which very likely are not even factual, accountings of events and insist that our children be schooled in these myths. Why? Our hearts know they're not valid, but because of some supposed to indoctrination, we allow this perceived authority to force-feed our children information without even checking to see if what they are being taught is appropriate, useful, or inherently right. The whole thing is silly and adds to our dis-ease. We especially, women, need to write a new story, a story that reflects who we really are, here and now. There are many people who are willing to talk and think outside the box, like I do here. Some can help us to expand our points of view by sharing their own. But when it comes right down to it, on the personal issues, no one knows you better than you. And you have to make the final determination of what makes you feel ease or dis-ease. I often wonder why we do choose the things in our lives that are incompatible with our true selves. We seem to have these should-do definitions that have been forced upon us 
by this perceived authority, and most often they do not support us, but rather put us down. The challenge is to rearrange our lives to support who we are. We need somehow to discern what is compatible with our personal self and what is an imposition of the perceived authority. I think for me it comes down to looking into my heart. See how it feels. Everyone knows how they feel about things. Most people ignore those feelings and do what they are, quote, supposed to do, based on the perceived authority model, because for thousands of years the dominant masculine principle, that perceived authority, has told us collectively that feelings or emotions are a weakness and inherently bad. I think the contrary is true. Emotions are our heart speaking to our mind. They're very powerful and are very good when they're linked directly to the heart. Love is the most powerful emotion, the highest frequency, and the place of creation. The place where we can create our own new beautiful reality. But to do this, you must love yourself and honor your emotions. Many women do not do that. Many of us suffer in situations that we find intolerable. We look at it and say, this mess is so big, how can I ever change it? If you look at the whole big ugly mess in one shot, you can't change it because you'll be psyched out before you even start. But if you can take one small thing at a time, one thing that you know is not you and change it, that will affect the whole big ugly mess. And then take another small thing and so on. And don't be afraid to do some spring cleaning. Throw stuff away that doesn't grow you anymore. Stuff that keeps you in a place that's not you. If it feels wrong, get rid of it. Everything changes. Nothing stays the same. And we change too. The person you or I were five years ago is not who we are today. It's difficult, but be honest with yourself. Start small. If you like long hair, grow your hair long. If you like the color purple, wear a purple shirt. It sounds silly, but the littlest changes change everything. If everyone would honor their true feelings and create their lives to support who they know themselves to be, we could be living in a far different world. Think of your mind like a computer. What programs are you running? Perhaps it's time for a new operating system. Imagine trying to run anything on Windows 3.1 when the rest of the world is running on XP. We have an infinite number of program choices. What we choose creates our future and the future of our children. Somehow, we must learn to take full responsibility for our choices and our lives and reject the hurtful, perceived authority that has locked us in these boxes. We can't really blame anyone outside of ourselves for this present reality because we choose it. We choose it by not choosing to change it. If you're exhausted and life is a chore because you've given your power to the machine, Take it back. The perceived authority is the machine. 
And who's running the machine? Nobody. The machine is running, and it will keep running the same useless, hurtful program until you unplug it or give it a new program to run. So find a good program. Have some fun. Do what you love to do and reclaim your birthright. You are the master of your own destiny as the creator of your own life story. Lose the old paradigm of perceived authority. They want you to believe that's just the way it is, but it's not. It's not and it doesn't have to be, so get rid of it. You don't have to, quote, make the best of it and fit in to someone else's program. You can write your own program. One of the biggest problems is that when we start to envision a new paradigm, old habits and a lifetime of indoctrination forces the old belief systems to surface, screaming at us all the reasons why not to throw them out. It's hard to ignore them because they are this comfort zone of familiarity. And even though they don't serve us, we hang on to them, dragging them along behind us like that proverbial ball and chain. The reasons for this, I can only guess, are fear-driven. Fear of the unknown. The comfort zone is known. It's not particularly pleasant, but it is known. Venturing into the unknown and writing a new program is a little scary. But it's all in your point of view, I think. New things are exciting, fun, challenging, and a little thrilling, kind of like a roller coaster ride. The only reason you get on a roller coaster is because you trust that it's pretty safe and that you'll come through it alive. So you can turn your fear into thrill. So fear is kind of like a lack of trust, a lack of trust in yourself. But you need to trust yourself because you know better than anybody what's right for you. Trust yourself, trust your heart, and thrill yourself with the life that you've only imagined. Your imagination is the way you write that new paradigm. Women are awakening and humanity is awakening. And we want to create opportunity for all people. Everyone has the right to a fulfilling life. Everyone. Many elements of established governments and religious authority are inclined to resist this growth and strive to maintain the continuation of business as usual. This determination, in my humble opinion, is a last-ditch effort of the old oligarchy to hang on to its bastions of power and wealth. It's a face-off between the old and a surge toward the new paradigm. All the religious conflicts are seeped in the supposed-to indoctrination and the perceived authority. And how exactly a new world paradigm, free of dis-ease, is to be birthed depends on women. Because women birth the future.
birth remains the domain of women. And that is why it is more important now than ever before for men to help women and for women to help each other, ultimately, so that we can evolve as humanity. Beautiful, healthy, free of dis-ease, and alive with love. At least that's what I think. Come on down and let me know what you think. I'd really love to know. Till tomorrow, this is Elle at Iron Dove, signing out.